Blog Talk Radio. Sweet. How is that looking for me right now? 
Boston. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's like the bizarre world of the NBA, man. It's just, it's crazy. I mean, first you got Philly and Boston playing each other again in the playoffs. Now Boston is taking Cleveland to the woodshed. And if you look at the last two games, first of all, Cleveland just got a boat race in game one. You know, they yeah. they lost by damn near thirty points. And the the thing is, what gives me pause is in game two. Where when Cleveland game well, name of LeBron James came out came out as a game buster, right? Mm-hmm. Even though LeBron scored twenty one points in the first quarter, they were only up by four at the end of the first quarter. And I was thinking to myself, oh boy, I mean Boston not hitting a thing at, at the time, could hit the broad side of a barn, and they were still within striking. Even at halftime, we were down by seven. They were still within striking this, even though they couldn't get any shots to fall, and. Then the second half happened. Ball started scoring Cleveland by a grand total of 59 to 39 in the second half. It's, <laughs> it's just crazy. It's just crazy. I mean, I mean look. I'm going to bubble over on the cap. And as usual, they just spread the love on the players. I mean, they're just so well caught. We'll get to that in a minute, but. What do you think is going on in Cleveland? Why, why are they? Why do you think they're in the O two hole? I mean, and is it something that they can climb, climb themselves out of before they possibly could get Jim to swept themselves? It's exactly what I've said on this show multiple times during multiple seasons and multiple playoff series. What they've done, what what Boston has done. <laughs> And I'll actually, well, I'm going to go ahead and break it down for two games. First and foremost, yes, sir. they did something game one that I, I wouldn't advise anybody to attempt to do, which is try to hold LeBron James. And they were capable of doing so in game one, and I was shocked, right? Game two, mm-hmm. they allowed LeBron to be LeBron. But in order for Cleveland to win, as I've pointed out many times, they need other players to step up. Now, Kevin Love's been playing yeah. a little bit better. I don't know if he's as consistent as he was in the series against um, Toronto, but he's played a little bit better in the series, but a little bit more consistent. But what they need is for guys 3 down to 12 to play a whole lot better than what they are in terms of shooting percentage yeah, yeah. and getting buckets, and they're not doing it. Like you said, second half, they almost outscored Cleveland by 20 points, that's because you got guys missing shots or they're overly relying on LeBron James. Right. It's just it's just completely insane, and, and it's something that has hurt this organization and playoff series for the past three years. If you can't get buckets from their past their main guys, which has either been LeBron and Kyrie or LeBron and Kevin, you're not going to win. And that is what's happening yeah. right now in this series. But the one thing that I was not expecting – because this, this yeah. group is so young, even though actually only a couple of them really played in, in, in the series last year, not even all of them, because, of course, they still have a ton of uh, first- and second-year guys. I wasn't expecting the, the, the baby uh, the baby beaners over there, so I'm going to go ahead and throw that nickname out there right now, which probably won't stick. But I'm, uh, the, the yep. baby beaners out there have been balling, and they've been playing consistently throughout the entire playoffs as a unit. And when you play as a unit, you're going to beat individuals every time. 
like Shaq said tonight, you go ahead and you have a fight of five guys versus two, them dudes that's five is going to end up winning that fight. And that's exactly what's going on in this series. Where you you got an an entire you got an entire five plus you also have Marcus Morris playing well, uh, Marcus Smart playing well. What are you to do if you're Cleveland in this situation? And like you said, it's a possibility that um, Boston can go and create a gentleman sweep. It'll be very interesting to see how they face the Cavs in Cleveland. That'll be the, the, the telltale on how far this series actually goes. If they go in and they look like they struggle in game three, it's a possibility this series may go six, maybe even seven. If they go out and, can, right. and look like they've looked throughout uh, the entire playoffs, it's going to be problematic. You know, it's it's you know, it's, you know, it's, you know, it's your third-leading score, or your, your fourth <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Play, but but still, I mean, let's put Terrible man, and you 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 can't you can't. One has to wonder, and I'm getting ahead of myself. But one has to wonder if LeBron really wants to stick the hell out. I mean, I know they got the top ten like in the lottery last night. I think it was top maybe mm-hmm. six. I don't know what the hell it was, but I mean, you, you think you have to think LeBron in year fourteen is looking at this shit and going, not this crap again. Not again. <laughs> this is why I got the hell out in the first place. You know he's thinking that. But let's go to the, yeah. to, to the Celtics real quick, man. This is marvelous. I mean, the fact that that uh, Brad Stevens didn't get a vote among a coach, his coach appears with Coach of the Year, and sports. I mean, the guy is taking the mass unit full of young guys and cast-offs, and they're balling. I mean, mm-hmm. sure, the struggle against Milwaukee in, in, in round one. But they smacked the Sixers in, in round two, who me and everybody else's mama thought would beat Boston in five or six. And look what yeah. they're doing to Cleveland. Again, with no Kyrie Irving, no Gordon Hayward, and a bunch of rookies and second-year guys and castoffs. That's what he's doing this with. I mean, look at this. Scoring Marcus Morris, 12 points. And first of all, Marcus Morris is slowly becoming one of my favorite players. Much trashy talk intensely on, on, on the court. Al Horford, <laughs> Mr. Old Favor himself, 15 points, 10 boards. Jason Tatum, mm-hmm. 11 points. Terry Rozier, 18 points. Uh, uh, Brown with 23 points. Jalen Brown, 23 points. And of course, you mentioned more earlier. Mac and Smart provided toughness off the bench with 11 points, nine, nine assists, and he would just play. And, and those stats don't tell the whole story. Smart. I mean, again, this is what Brad Stevens is having to work with. 
<laughs> he hasn't worked with this since the last, what, 15 or so games of regular season since. Yeah. And he has Boston on the premise of making the of making the NBA Finals, and they're making it look easy right now. I mean, granted, they're not Very the best road team like like they had showed it in the playoffs, so all except for maybe in Philly. But still, to be up two games on Cleveland when everybody, including this dummy right here, thought that this was in the in the sweep or, or gymnast sweep in the favor of the Cavs, again, couple of legendary. It really is. Very much so. And this is exactly what this organization, and the, well, I should say the mm-hmm. fan base especially of this organization, they love it. They love blue-collar ballers. They are loving this. Their history is predicated yes. off of blue-collar ballers, going back to Bill Russell and Havlicek and Sam Jones to uh, uh, Bill Walton even though, you know, he was he was flashy, you know, at, at UCLA, but he became a little of a brown, well, not a blue-collar worker because, of, of course, the injuries in Portland. He comes over as a sixth man that does what he needs to do off the bench. Then, of course, you know, with, with, with DJ and Bird, blue-collar ballers, they love it. KG, Paul George, blue-collar guys, and that's all they have in this bunch. They're Outside of Al Hartford, you don't have an all-star guy playing right now with this squad. Right. I mean, you, you right. may have some future all-star right. guys, but as of right now, you don't have another guy other than Al Hartford that has played an all-star game. Blue-collar ballers and Brad Stevens is, has this squad doing exactly what he what they need to do in order to win. Dude. <laughs> Last weekend, mm-hmm. think of, this is the Eastern Conference. Uh, you have and all this developed young talent around. That's what Boston's going to be like. So the Boston doesn't take it all, all the way to the lower crowd. They are loaded next year. They are freaking yes. loaded, and you and you know that Bradley was not going to other other his coach style. These guys, man, I got to go back to these guys, man. They, they, I mean, them in Philly, Indiana, even, and we will walking to get that together. That's just, this is this is this is what the East is going to like, and this is what LeBron's going to contend with next year if he chooses. In the East, or stay in Cleveland, which is why I think he may be on his way out right Um, how 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 does if you're the Cavs, if you're Tyron Lue, or Skip Bayless, as we call him, assistant coach Tyron Lue, how would you <laughs> get? How would you get in this series? Wow, I'm I'm sorry, Scott. I missed the last couple of bits of that question, but my guess is that you asked how does Tyron Lue get Cleveland back into the series? The only way that I can think of, which is to implore them to take better shots. You know, that's the only way. you got to make more buckets in order to win games. And with them, man, they just got to go ahead, take better buckets, 
for for the case of, of Tristan Thompson and those who are arguing with with, with Marcus uh, Morris, don't let him block that dude out of your your, your system. Because right now, man, y'all don't have the time to argue. Y'all not playing well enough to get into these 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 spats. Y'all need to make buckets. Right. Y'all need to focus. And I need this Cleveland Cavaliers team that was in that Toronto series that looked like they were confident and 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 looked like they were were world beaters to to come back. Now they get a little home cooking when they go back home. The key is, you know, will they be able to carry that that enthusiasm that they might get in Game Three out for the rest of the series? Because if not, right. Prepare for Boston to be your your representative out of the Eastern Conference. That's crazy. Exactly. Boston, you know what? This is coming out, but here it goes. I I think the refs would make sure that Lafon was the one game in Cleveland. I know I hope I know I sound like a man, but you will know going to go down. Especially if you look at the calls throughout game two even, you know, when there's a mm-hmm. stretch where Boston couldn't get within three feet of LeBron. That's for that matter. But, dude, they, need, they cast need to get more out of players, not in blame. I don't know how it's he needs to do it because some tells me if he doesn't get it, if he doesn't fouls, I think he may be the fall guy in this. I know it's say out loud, but don't be surprised. I mean, because this is a similar thing will happen when LeBron decided to leave town the first time around. You know, Mike Brown, former coach Mike Brown, was fired after winning over 60 games. Mm-hmm. You know, for not getting them past you know, over that proverbial hump. So, I don't know. It's, it's going to be messed up. I mean, I mean, move on and win the finals and win, like, win one of them. But, uh, no, two straight finals, I guess. Two straight finals. Play down. And even though... Uh, you know, I think I... I was a bucket on the NBA on TNT Game one was the goal. The, that, I mean, I'm leaving. Seems to be the only. And the hot start late in the game. I'm like. And seeing how you play the eye, not the shot clock, down the floor. How can, I mean, I don't see how you can win a game. I wouldn't be shocked if this was a because Even if Golden State loses game two, they're not losing in this. And my discussion to the series that <laughs> and wrapped and wrapped up the series on the on, on, on Houston's home floor. What is your take to the series? 
I'm I'm getting in and out reception again, and I missed your question again. So what was your question exactly? Yeah, well, basically, um, I probably tried tried to landline. He just asked her, how the hell did you get back? And, you know, the most important for the win. And I'm not tonight. Ah, how do they get back into the series? Well, what's yeah. really, it, uh, it's, it's very similar to what's going on in Cleveland. Um, I don't know if I'm <clears> going to repeat what you said. I hope I don't. But I don't know if you saw this stat today. Um, from game yeah. one in, in, in the Cleveland – not Cleveland, I'm sorry. In the Houston Golden State Series, uh, 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 as mundane as, as, as the statement is going to be, but this lets you know exactly how long – you know, he's controlled the ball in, 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 during the game once. Uh, during, well, during game one, um, James Harden dribbled the ball 550 times in game one. That was more than <laughs> Seth Curry, Kevin Durant, and Clay Thompson combined at 549. And that was because, you know, they had a lot of opportunity. Well, they, they took a lot of time off of the shot clock. They would attempt to shoot late. They had a ton of 24-second violations in that game. And there were a lot of situations where they allowed uh, James Harden to uh, take over in that game because he had 41 points, what, uh, seven boards, nine assists, or something like that, to that effect. A a formula which would beat most teams, but if you're not getting any production out of the rest of of, of, – your, your teammates, even though Chris Paul hit him up with 23, if you're not getting production out of the rest of the team, you're not keeping that bucket for bucket against Golden State like that. That's not going to happen. Uh-huh. You're going to need for, right. for right. other people to get involved in the series. And that's exactly what's going and on in Cleveland. They need other people to get involved. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how those two teams are so similar in the postseason, you know. Yeah. You got James Harden going at least LeBron James balls even though he took matters on hands the first time. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they. I know Houston, Mark D'Antoni, likes to stick with. I know they've been playing all of the year, but that.
But I don't, I don't if they don't, if they don't all crap, this is going to be over in five games. I'm telling you. This is going to be over in five games. So, depending on if Golden State wins or not, but this is going to for either Cleveland or New York, you said, at this point. Yeah. Um, so, moving on my quick. Um, I'm that we normally talk about a lot to some that we barely touch on as the NHL playoffs. Mm-hmm. I, I guess earlier, you know, any, you know, I had a, a, a friend of mine, one of my close friends, she, she's Canadian, but she's a with her. She was the hit me up the day. Scott, we don't talk about <laughs> Look, and the fact of the matter is, I I, I respect hockey. The sport of hockey, I'm, it's the best for my mind. It's the best basketball I go to. I give it to I don't. And I'm not tense. But what I've, I've been knowing is two, two awesome stories right now. And they're both going to Western Conference. The success of the base and extension. Mind you, and the old mm-hmm. Jets are good. The back, the you know, line for a shot to go to the Stanley Cup Finals in the Western Conference. <laughs> totally, totally cool. But do you ever think that we'll see anything like we see a friend, a, 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 an expansion franchise? Not only doing good throughout the regular season, but on the but it's on the being the doorstep of a world championship in the same season. I guess is what you Scott. My guess is that your question was, will we ever see a, 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 a expansion team in any other sport play yeah. as well as the the, the, the Knights are playing in, in in the first year? Right. The answer right, to that right, is no. Right. The answer to that yeah. is no, and, and and it's because the NHL has has done a fantastic job over the past couple of of, of, of seasons uh, where they've added a, 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 an expansion franchise to help their expansion franchises become good quickly. Because what they don't want to do is lose interest in these cities early on, especially in cities where hockey isn't a traditional sport. You saw what happened when they did that in Atlanta, and the flames stuck it up from the get-go. And that's why they ended up moving. Now, Coyote, and then the Coyote, I'm sorry, Phoenix, they had some decent seasons, but they couldn't stay consistent, and that's why they ended up having to move as well. So, yeah, whenever you try this, this expansion stuff out in any sport, and they're not successful, and the, the honeymoon phase uh, ends up fading away, and you still have your team there, the thing is what's going to make these guys come out or what's going to make fans come out and, 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 and right. watch a sport that they're not familiar with. Now, with, the, with basketball, one of the things that I've seen here, especially in my lifetime in Washington, D.C. being a quote-unquote basketball city for years when the Bullets were bad, what they would do, the marketing team would actually market the other superstars of the NBA. Hey, come out and see Magic. Come out and see Patrick Ewing. Come out and see Larry Bird. Come and see Dr. J. That's exactly what the Bulls commercials used to sound like back in the day. Because they knew this was a basketball town, 
and people would still come out and see these guys play. Now, you can't do that with hockey, wow. especially in a city where people don't know hockey. So what right. works if a team is winning? And it don't matter mm-hmm. what the sport is. If the team is winning, people are going to come out and see this winning team play. And that's how they'll end up right. learning the game. So, yeah, I don't uh, – unless other sports change how they do expansion and, and, and yeah. kind of follow a, a similar model, which will be feasible for this sport the way that the NHL does it, that's the only way it's going to work, man. But, you know, yeah. until they do, it's not going to work. You know what? It's funny about that, what you said. Places, Las Vegas. That's, I mean, I don't know if anyone knows, but there's a lot of things in Las Vegas. For them, I mean, they've sold out, I think, the, the Golden Sword, damn near every game, home game, which is, a, mm-hmm. again, amazing. That's due to not only something new and shiny, per se, but a lot of these guys. And, you know, there's stories about them, like, being set up to be good from the get-go because of not only things selling the expansion draft and whatnot. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, the thing is, for the success, especially a team, I mean, hockey, man, it's hard success to expansion team. But, but the way how difficult hockey is in general, it's mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's crazy, but... I mean, to see them go up against Winnipeg, and, 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 and again, me and you, you remember the Winnipeg Jets of old before they moved mm-hmm. down to, to Arizona. Um, it's, it's, it's good to see. It's good to see that. And it's also good. You get over the Penguin Hump, and who knows? Oveska may be going to the uh, Stanley Cup Finals. I mean, I look two one on Temple right there. Who knew? Who knew? Hey Scott. Hey Scott. Yes, sir. Um, on behalf of everyone yeah. that lives within four ninety five, I'm gonna say one word to you right now. Shush. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. You will not curse I'm just, the I'm Washington Capitals by saying that because that has been the conversation. Begrudgingly in the city right now, the the city has been ablaze over the past couple of of, of weeks. You know they beat the big bad monster in the in the uh, in the Pittsburgh Penguins. Once again, right. it started to get close. No one wanted to talk about it because they knew the city is already jinxed. And you have a situation where no team has been to a, a, a conference final in any sport in this city for well over 20 years. So for the Caps to be the first yeah. to do so and to do it over a, an opponent that has haunted them for years, that have beaten them nine straight times in the playoffs and in, in series play has been big. So when they beat them, there were some fans. And, and, and Michael Wilbon, my main man, Michael Wilbon, especially one who, who yeah. worked here, and what he said about what he said in terms of responding to D.C. fans uh, uh, overreacting by beating the Pittsburgh Penguins, they're not acting like a real sports town. You know, there have been a lot of uh, 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 area uh, uh, sports commentators that have said this exact same thing. I wonder how Michael Wilbon 
and goes to Chicago acted when the Bulls finally beat the Pistons in the NBA playoffs. Yes. That was the city yes. that yes. was yes. not yes. on fire. Yes. You know what I'm saying? That was a city yes. who hadn't seen a world championship since 1985 with the Bears. And if you go before then, it had been years before then. So you had seen nothing but mediocrity from a lot of teams in Chicago. And therefore, Michael Jordan and the Bulls to finally get over that hump, they would probably love it. And that was to get over, that was just for them to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. Now, I'm sorry. No, that was for them to go to the, uh, the NBA. I'm sorry. The, uh, the, uh, the NBA Finals. Yeah. But once again, you beat your beloved or your, your, your dreaded uh, 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 rival in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a series, uh, um, in the playoff series, to advance. Hey, you want to celebrate. And, and that's exactly what this city did. But at the same time, they also understood. In order for them to continue celebrating, they had to make it to at least a, uh, a, a NHL Finals. And for them to start out, to start out 2-0 and, and, and to sweep uh, 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 Tampa Bay in their first two games in Tampa and to start out the way that they did, it's been phenomenal. What they need to do is get back to doing what they did throughout the entire playoffs, because it was just get an early lead, something they did not do in game three. You know, I, I, I wasn't too surprised that they lost game three, just hoping that they would win it. But the thing is, they got to yeah. come out and, and, and play with the fervor that they've had, especially in the last two games against Pittsburgh and the first two games against Tampa in order for them to jump out and get a 3-1 lead against uh, the Lightning, what they don't want is to go back to Tampa tied 2-2. Right. Because I right. think it's going gonna, it's gonna to get back into the psyche of the, of the players of, uh-oh, even though the majority of this team hasn't faced it, this organization has okay. faced it, this fan base has faced it, this city oh, has yes. faced it, and that's all they're going to hear yes. is, uh-oh, not again. And that's not what they again. want when they go back to Tampa. You know what, man? Um, quick story, real quick about my You know, as you know, I lived at ECE for three years. And mm-hmm. during that time, pretty much fell, not fell in love per se, but followed the, 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 the Capitals have to follow them ever since. I'm a big fan of them. I really am. And I love this fact that year, 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 against the Penguins, and um, someone on the radio, the local Washington Raiders said that they had game seven, they, they, it would like, they would have had no faith. They would have had no faith in the Capitals against the Penguins again. You know it was been played, and I think it was been played in D.C., but the season mm-hmm. you know, at Pittsburgh, that is something that is so I mean, basically, man, I mean, it's all just the first time in the conference. As many years that he's playing. And we may be on a cusp of seeing, like, that has constantly underachieved in the playoffs year after year after year. Who would that be? How, how would that be? <laughs> You're talking about crazy. That would be super cool. Because you know what? All of these. Ovechkin haters can kind of right. quiet themselves because 
there are a lot of people out there that still don't think that Ovechkin is one of the greatest hockey players that ever ever played. His stats say right. otherwise, but because he doesn't have a ring and because he's never made it to the finals, they still question his greatness. Hopefully, them beating Tampa and moving on to the finals will kind of hush a couple of haters, and, and then them. I don't want to say it, but I'm gonna just leave it at if they move on to the finals, a couple of haters will be quieted, and it'll go ahead, and it'll it'll, it'll once again solidify how great this dude has been, not only for the organization, but for the sport of hockey. Yeah, exactly. And, and we'll get to that. Um, down this law. Let me get a little break quick. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What is this? So, the answer is for the
you know, that, that's always going to be an issue. It always has been. We will always continue to be. But the thing is, now the league yeah. just start getting more of a piece of that pie. The thing is, whether or not, because you're talking about the leagues getting more more of a cut for that, I want to find out who's the first players' union that will start to get involved and stick their hand out and, and be like, baseball, Bugs Bunny, baseball, and me, ball. I think baseball is the strongest union. On really? The planet. Baseball. I think baseball. I think baseball is. I think baseball has the union has to the last thirty years. <laughs> and mm. The NBA is a close second right now, but I, I wouldn't be surprised to see if the baseball players union takes a day to take a on that, and they really make some Now, of course, at all. Now, of course, the very sticky wicket will be whether or not yeah. you allow the NCAA to get a kickback from gambling, especially when student athletes are getting paid. That's just going to be another situation where NCAA gets some money off the backs of these. They're like, dude, you know, when when I cut at, so I, I, yeah, that's going to have to be something that's going to have to be debated. That's going to have to be debated, yeah. and also, you know, you also have the whole conversation of whether or not student athletes. Once again, like I said before. Um, with the, with the tampering in in terms of uh, 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 players getting paid off in order to you know uh, 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 point shaving and everything, but that's that's just another monster that just needs to be addressed. And, and how will it be addressed? We don't know, but it, it's all about how the leagues and the players of these leagues will end up getting a cut. But I'm 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 in huge favor of it. You know, I'm one of those that believe that it's done right within the states. Just like they say with the lotteries within these individual states. If these monies mm-hmm. are, are funneled back to the states, and, and especially with, and with certain states that take that money and, and use it towards education, if that's the case, fantastic. You know, I, I just right. want to know what these states are going to end up using these monies for, and hopefully it, it's done the right way. But as it pertains to the, 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 the leagues, will the players be able to get a cut or, or not? And, and would that be considered illegal in a sense? You know, if, if they're getting a cut from gambling or, or if they're getting a cut from right. the made from gambling, you know, uh, it, it's, uh, I'm still I trying to figure this betting, out as well as everyone else, I guess. Yeah, I think betting personally would drive the interest in professional sports.
think Mark Cuban said that Bezos, even though he was a bit bullish, bullish, this has the potential of really being a gold mine. Yeah. For professional sports in this country, and maybe five. I I really think that. Now, granted, to your point, you have a point saying the team, especially with the change of the shavings, but he said that he, took, he, he was offered 35 grand to throw a game in John. Mm-hmm. But mind you, that was why that it wasn't legal, per se, but yeah. it could still happen, and it still can happen. I mm-hmm. won't happen. I just think with the transparency, there wouldn't be a need for that, especially when it comes to professional sports, because when the money, when the leagues get the money, the players will get more money too. So it's it's like a, a symbiotic relationship. And really, you talk about a sports boom. I mean, can you imagine like Amazon getting to the market for broadcasting games? Because that's what's going to happen when you have viewers and more money. Point is, unfortunately, I want to get a even like Amazon and. YouTube even and a few others. They want to get a piece of that. Or they mm-hmm. they actually purchasing. They 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 want that. So I think I think it's a good thing. I, I know people are worried about gambling and whatnot, maybe affecting outcomes of games. But I think with everything now, I think it translates into more money, more money, more money for the for the major professional league. Now because we've already seen Fantasy sports has already increased yes. interest in, in certain so sports. This would just be another thing. Yeah. The more interesting thing, in, in my opinion, though, would be to, you know, the first time you step into a pro arena and you see a betting booth, just like at the horse races. That's going to be right. the moment where you say, wow, we've actually gotten here. And, and, and the response of fans once that starts to happen, you know, and 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 whether that not that may or may not be an issue. Of course, like you said, it'll be uh, you know an, an above the board situation or out in the open deal now. But I just want to start seeing how fans start to react once you start seeing betting booths in pro arenas. It, it may be a good thing. It may not, man. Camera. But you know, I'm, I'm just waiting to see. That's a new frontier, but hey, again, you yeah. sports best. Five Kings, bunch of other sports better than these man gonna get in it. It's, it's gonna happen, and you know, it, mm-hmm. I don't think it's, again, I don't think it's a bad thing of drive up interest. I think everyone, particularly the power books and sports professional sports, are gonna benefit from it. So that's how yeah. I see it, man. Hey, man, thank you for joining me, brother. So we can get this week. Enjoy the playoffs tonight. Hey, we'll do. Take care. Peace out. That's my guy, Dwayne Ash. Please check out his book. We read out every week here. Also, one last thing before we leave. I, we remiss if I didn't give a shout out to Mike Sly, the former South Conference Commissioner. He passed now at age 77. He was. Driving for behind. I don't have to tell you how like major sports fans what he did with SEC. But he basically turned the SEC into a bowl. Pretty much rivaled out of the big club now. So, proud of South to him. 
Burks, Cameron, they else, but it will never be another commission like him. Anyway, thank y'all for tuning in to the Clown Hour. I'm Scott Burks. Please check me out on Twitter at ScottyB underscore 1906. That's for now. Good night, 06. Peace out.